In the name of Jesus, amen. Please be seated. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, the Jews demand signs and the Greeks seek wisdom. And we are all content to name these things Jesus. That's my favorite thing to call my idols. When I call all the things that I fear, love, and trust in the most, Jesus. I don't seem so bad no more. Which is why, for a religion of peace, we can't stop bickering with ourselves about who he is. As many denominations and sects as stand within our church this day, lots of folks say they believe in Jesus. But like, which one? Do you believe in Jesus? Yeah, you know, the, the good example guy that you follow when you feel bad about being bad. And if you really watch what he's doing, he will help you feel less bad until you don't want to be bad anymore. But usually just sort of turns into the guy that people bash you over the head with when you don't do what they want you to do. Because don't you know, kids, Jesus doesn't do drugs. And Jesus wouldn't have premarital sex. And Jesus always cleans his room. And Jesus always does his homework. He is nothing more than a shining example of what you could be, but aren't. Nothing more than a chance to feel ashamed every last time you walk into a church and past a pastor who you are afraid might just know where you have been and what you have seen, what you have done, and what has been done to you. You might be waiting behind the very next lecture from somebody trying to turn you into who they wished you were. Do you believe in Jesus? You know, the white guy with blue eyes who somehow grew up in the Middle East. Shut up and don't ask questions about it. It's not important. What really matters is that he looks just like me. And his book is so filled with hate for anyone different than me that people have used it to commit all kinds of awful atrocities in his name. And he let it happen. But you know, at least he makes me feel better about being me because I am like those around me, even though I end up looking with distaste on anyone different. Or do you believe in Jesus, sort of like most folks believe in Santa? It's a nice thing to think about every now and then. I mean, it encourages us to be kind, at least. We don't have to take it all that seriously, at least past a certain age, because after all, how could a loving God let the world look like this? But still, let's keep him around and drag him out for kids at parties like once a year. These false Jesuses. Jesuses. Jesai. These false Jesus don't save. They're not in the word of God. If you really want one of those, so be it. But you will have a judge. For Jesus himself speaks on the matter. Hear his own words. Whoever believes in me believes not in me, but in him who sent me. Whoever sees me sees him who sent me. I have come into the world as light so that whoever believes in me may not remain in darkness. And no matter what you think of Jesus, we can all agree. It is dark down here.
from the pain of the standards that you know that you will never reach, no matter how hard you try, to the bitterness you hold towards those who would stand over you, never happy, never satisfied with what you have done, to the shame of knowing what is right and knowing that you are not it. You have fallen so short of it that you cannot look at others in the eye, let alone yourself in the mirror. Because while the law is true and the law is good, I am not. To the very hate and suffering oozing out of every pore of this world, brought on by sinners with guns and bombs, let alone those little words sharper than knives used to cut each other down, to ruin reputations, to destroy from within. To the older sins, the deeper sins, so ground into the dust of creation, placed by Adam and Eve so long ago that they call up storms that we cannot explain, that wreck our homes, and they leave us at a loss for words. While we try to explain to a mother burying her kid how any of this makes any kind of sense, this is our world. Sin and death and devils all over. It is dark down here. And if I'm going to be completely honest with you, I spend more time as a pastor than I ought to, just wondering whether or not we are alone within it. It is so dark down here that what we believe about Jesus matters. Because there is no explaining away the darkness. And you can put your head in the sand, but the wages of sin is still death. So Jesus was sent by the Father with a purpose, he is an embodiment of his command. More than just behave, be holy. More than just eternal life, but eternal life for you. For this is the Father's command. Eternal life for you, for me, for sinners. Jesus was sent not just to speak it, but to bring it to light, to make it happen. This Jesus sent by the Father, he is the one who came into the very pit of despair and destruction. He took upon himself human flesh, human frailty, human weakness, human sin, to bear it for us, to carry it for us, not to be the footprints on a beach, but to ride into Jerusalem, to bleed and die for me and you. This is the commandment of the Father, eternal life for sinners, not for those who have earned it, not for those who have deserved it, but for sinners, for you and for me. This, this is what kind of Jesus we have. The Jesus who is crucified for sinners, for me and for you. This is the kind of Jesus who saves, and it makes everyone who hates him look like they were right all along, because yours is the God who bleeds after standing up to the bad guys. Yours is the God who died naked and alone, and it was for you to forgive every last sin, every last standard you fell short of, every last one of us sinners in despair, suffering under hate and pain. He bled and died for us and you are forgiven, and you are holy, and you have eternal life, for Christ is risen from the dead. He is risen indeed, alleluia. This is the cry of Christianity. This is what we sing. Christ is crucified, and Christ is risen. We preach Christ crucified. 
The God who conquers sin, who conquers death, and the God who rose again after doing it. To rip us back from the very jaws of the grave, to stand as a burning torch that darkness cannot overcome. Yours is the God who unlocks heaven and lets the sinners in, because we are sinners no more. Our sins are forgiven, washed clean in the blood of that Jesus who bore the cross for you and for me. And when you cannot see it, because of just how dark it gets down here, look to the resurrection where he has proven it. Christ is risen from the dead. Death itself has been undone. Christ is risen from the dead. The wages of sin were paid. Christ is risen from the dead. That when everything else seems so incredibly dark, the light would shine, for the light shines in darkness, and darkness cannot overcome it. And that light which shines is nothing more than Christ who was crucified and Christ who is risen. When you cannot explain it, use the creed which he has given to you to speak with countless saints before you. This is the faith that we keep, the faith that we treasure, the faith that we hold fast to. And this is most certainly true. And this is most certainly important. We have the answers. We have the peace. They are free. They are for sinners. They are for you. And when you cannot feel it because of just how much sin hurts, just how much sin breaks, go to your pastor and hear it. For he was given simple little words to enact it, to tie you to the very kingdom of heaven. In the stead and by the command of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, I forgive you all your sins in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Hear the words that God would have him speak to you. Hear the forgiveness given to you. Taste the forgiveness placed into your mouth under bread and wine, for it is the body and blood of the Jesus who will not abandon you to this place until he sees you in heaven, but the Jesus who brings heaven smashing into earth that you would not be alone in darkness, for he brings light to darkness, that darkness cannot overcome it. When you cannot find your way, for it is so dark down here. Know that we do not remain in darkness, for we are not alone. And Jesus is the way and the truth and the life. Christ is with us, Christ is for us, and Christ is here for you. That you would eat and drink and know your sins are forgiven you. You are holy. You are worthy of love. Stand shoulder to shoulder with sinners made saints, now on earth and there in heaven, knowing we are not alone in this. But more, the Son sent by the Father, Jesus sent to save, he stands with you, he fights for you, and the victory is already won. He speaks his Father's will, even as he enacts it, he makes it happen. The Father's will and command is eternal life for you. And you've got it. This is most certainly true. This commandment for you is life. So live and be at peace. Amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your heart and your mind into life everlasting. Amen.